Hi, welcome to another inspirational message by Pastor Alex Papas, Senior Pastor at Oceans Unite Christian Center. My message tonight is entitled, The Lord Wants You Free. The Lord Wants You Free. Over the last two days, I have ministered to you about light. I have ministered to you about authority. I've ministered to you about how God is drawing us to himself. And when he saved us, he saved us so that we would be able to come before him and surrender our hearts to him. He would change our hearts. He would give us a new heart. The Bible actually tells us, I'll give you a new heart. And he, what he does is when he comes in us, the, the light begins to increase. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the light of the world. But he also told us, Jesus told us that his light would, we would be his light. That his light would come in us. Is that okay? And so we know that we are not called to walk in darkness. The Bible is very clear that we are supposed to walk in his light. And the more we walk in his light and the more we work in, walk in his word the more he will fill us with his spirit and his light, and the more we will be transformed and changed. Remember the Bible, the Bible tells us, if the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? In other words, if that light, what you perceive in your life to be light is actually darkness, you must know that you're in trouble. Because that light is not light at all. In fact, it's a darkness that's pretty great. The truth is, is that Jesus wants to touch every one of us. He wants to heal every single one of us. That's what he wants to do. That's what he came to do. And then to draw us to himself. To, to himself. The Bible tells us in John 8, verse number 36, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. If he makes you free, you shall be free indeed. There is no freedom like the freedom of being in Christ. And I'm not talking about a mind decision. I'm talking about something that is when you are sold out to God with your whole heart, you become free. Free in Christ doesn't mean that it gives you permission to act like a hooligan in church. Freedom in, chi in Christ means something completely different. Not that there's anything wrong with you getting excited in church, but, you know, there's order as well. Amen? Well, let's not get into that. Okay. The fact is he wants us to be free. He's called us to be free. And the Bible, throughout Scripture, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, talks about God as Jehovah Rapha. He is our healer. He's the one who heals us. And 1 Peter 2, verse 24 says this, who, and this is speaking of Jesus, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. You were healed. And this covers a multitude of different things. But many times when we think of healing, we focus on certain parts of healing, where Jesus came to do a complete work in us. 
We will see the manifestation of the complete work one day when we go to be with the Lord because unfortunately you live in a fallen body and that body is a corrupted body. So it will be corrupted until you go on to be with the Lord. Is that okay? But eventually you will be glorified as well. You will also come out of the grave. Is that okay? And you will be given a new body and that will be the completed work of Christ in you in the end. But up until then, His healing power is available for each and every one of us. He wants to heal you. He wants to touch you. He wants to deliver you. He wants to save you. That's what he wants to do. He has a desire to do this. Luke 4.18 says, The Spirit of the Lord, this is Jesus, is upon me. He's actually quoting the book of Isaiah. Because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. I wanna have a look at a few of the Greek words here because I want you to get the full picture of what he's trying to do. My focus tonight is being free and being healed and being delivered. That's the focus. Now, the first word we wanna look at is the word heal, where he says, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. The word heal there means to heal or to make free, to make free. Many people have a broken heart, a broken heart from all kinds of different things that have happened to them. Maybe it's something that happened to you when you were a child. Maybe it's something that happened to you when you were, grow when you were older. Maybe it's something that happened to you while you were in church but you have a broken heart. And the Bible says that he sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to make you free, to make your heart free, to let go of your heart. How many of you know when something happens to you that's quite bad, you'll feel physically almost like a pain in your heart. It actually feels like your heart is hurting. And it's so important that we heal from that thing or else that thing will become something in us that will cause us in a tremendous amount of harm and even possible bondage. Jesus did not come so that you would walk in that bondage or in that, in that pain in your heart. He came to heal that heart. He came to set that heart free. He came to heal the brokenhearted. The next thing he says is to proclaim liberty to the captives. The word liberty means to release, to pardon, to let go. And a captive is someone that is a prisoner. You see, the enemy has come to cause us to be captive. But Jesus came so that we could be free so that we could be completely free, so that we could be let go, so that we could be pardoned. That's what the word liberty means. He came to bring liberty to the captive, to the prisoner. A Christian is not supposed to walk like a captive. A Christian has already been set free. That's why when Peter says, listen, by his stripes you were healed, he's not misquoting. That's not what the original text says. He said it on purpose because the healing was already made available for you at the cross. Jesus has already paid the price so that you can already be healed because of what was done. That's why it was healed. You were healed already. There's a fullness of healing that comes into your body that comes and is available to you the day that you give your life to Him. And I'm not talking about some 
funny little decision. I'm talking about the day that you surrendered to the Lord. The day that you said, Lord, here I am. Then healing and, and him coming to set the captive free was made available to you. So why is it that today so many Christians still walk bound by the enemy? still walk bound by all kinds of different things. It's like we are a prisoner. Remember this morning I taught you that you will become a slave to whoever your master is. If your master is something that is binding you up in sin or shame or guilt or, or, or condemnation, you can get yourself into trouble. You will become a slave to that thing where the Bible tells us that Jesus came to set the captive free. It's yours. It's been given to you. It's a gift that's been given to you. This is what he has done. He has come to set us free. He's come to heal our broken hearts. Salvation is not just, well, now I'm saved, but I'm still gonna continue to walk around with all my junk until I go to heaven. No, Jesus came to set you free. Jesus came to heal your heart. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be healed. And then he wants you to walk in authority. I taught you that this morning. But you see, I had to teach you about authority first because I want you to understand that whatever it is that's going on in your life, you have authority to deal with that thing. Whatever the prince of darkness desires to bring or attack you with, you have authority in the mighty name of Jesus to deal with that thing because you have been clothed in the full armor of God. In other words, you've been clothed in Christ and in Christ you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Therefore, you can stand against the wiles of the enemy. You can stand against every attack from the enemy. This is something that should be read to non-believers and say, come to him because this is what he will do to you. But the problem is, is when we look at the church today, the church is bound. So many of us are bound. And listen, it's happened to me. I've been through seasons in my walk with God. I'm not gonna pretend it's always been perfect. It wasn't. I allowed myself to slip. I allowed myself to be convinced by the enemy that he was that he was right about me. There will always be a raging battle in your mind. It'll always be there. That war will always be present. And you have to continue to fight and not grow weary. And then remember what he has already done for you. This is one of the first things that Jesus read I can only imagine that he walks into the temple, opens the book of Isaiah, begins to read, closes the book, and says, it's been done. I would have liked to have been a fly on that wall, in that place. I tell you what, that fly would have been doing a dance in that place, saying, if you only knew people, if you only knew. You know what the problem is? It's the same today. If you only knew. If you only knew what he's already done, if you only knew what was available to you, if you only knew the kind of victory you can walk in, if you only knew the kind of authority that's been made available to you, if you only knew. See, that's our problem. We think it's all yes to you. No, 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 it's available right now. 
He says to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. That speaks of healing and it can speak of blindness too. We're not going to get into that. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. It's interesting that he speaks of captives and those who are oppressed. We know what the word liberty means. The word liberty means to release, to pardon, to let go. But this time he speaks about the oppressed and oppressed literally means broken. To set free to release, to pardon what is broken. Before we were saved, we were very broken. But now we are walking in the light. And we have become the light of this world. We should no longer be broken. We should be whole. And he has come to cause you to walk in that wholeness. That's what he wants for you and I. I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful for that. Psalm 147, verse number three says, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. This is what he has come to do, to heal the brokenhearted, to bind up the wounds. Psalm 103, verse number two says this, blessed the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Man, we should read this to ourselves every morning. When you wake up, you should say, bless the Lord, O my soul. What is he doing? He's speaking to his inner man. He's speaking to his soul. He's speaking to himself because you wake up in the morning and the devil's going, oh, you know, you're not very good at this and you're not very good at that and you'll never amount to anything and blah, blah, blah. And, the, and you must get up and say, Bless the Lord, oh, you in my head, my soul. Bless the Lord. And then look at the next part. And forget not all his benefits. Forget not what he has already done for you. Forget not the covenant that you are a part of. Forget not what he has done and given to you. Forget not the God that you serve, the Alpha and Omega. Why do you listen to the voice of the enemy that desires and comes at you with all kinds of evil suggestion to break you down, to run you down, to cut you down? That's what he wants to do. As long as you don't see yourself the way God does, that's good enough for him. It's not about, well, if I can just imagine it and think it, I'll have all the power to make myself whatever. No. I don't want to be what I want to be. I want to be what he wants me to be. I want to walk as he wants me to walk. I want to speak as he wants me to speak. I want to see as he wants me to see. I want to have a heart, the heart that he has. I want to talk and speak and act and do as he does. Because when I do that, I will manifest him on the earth. Forget not his benefits. Oh, my soul. <laughs> Forget not all his benefits. Watch this. Who forgives just the little iniquities. Who forgives all your iniquities who forgives all your iniquities, who forgives all your iniquities, every single one, 
every mistake you've made, every time you've fallen, every time you've messed up, He forgives all your iniquities. And watch this, watch this. And heals all your diseases. Jesus came to make you whole so that you would walk in wholeness on this earth and fulfill the plan and purpose that He has for you who redeems your life from destruction. The Bible says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He has come to redeem your life from the destroyer, from destruction. He has come to redeem your life from the destroyer. The devil does not have a hold on you. The devil does not have a right to you. The devil does not have any authority over you because whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Hallelujah. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Man, loving kindness, not just kindness, loving kindness. And listen, His mercies are not just new every day, but they are tender mercies. In other words, it's like He knows what you're going through. He understands what you're dealing with. That's why His mercies are not just there, but they are loving. They are tender. His mercies, they, 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 they come into us and they bring us healing. I remember as a young Christian, that really made a lot of mistakes, like all our youth, you know. I remember how that scripture saved my life. It saved my life. And I would know that His mercies on you. And I remember getting up thinking to myself as a young believer, will God even hear me anymore? You know, you guys are terrible because you're now thinking, what was He doing? What did He do? You guys are so bad. Aish, where I come from, that means that's very bad. Hey, you guys, hey, man. Listen, we won't talk about what you were doing, okay? I'm not going to do that, please, Lord Jesus. Amen. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Now watch. The Lord executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. For all who are oppressed. Remember the word there in verse number four where it says, who redeems your life from destruction it actually means there to bring back or to reclaim, to reclaim what the enemy has tried to take from you. And I taught you about that already, but it's a powerful principle. The Lord, verse number six, executes righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. Listen, God is on your side. The question is, are you on his? Psalm 30, verse number two. Oh Lord, my God, I cried out to you and you healed me. Oh Lord, you brought my soul up from the grave. You have kept me alive that I should not go down to the pit. 
Jeremiah 30 verse 17 says this, watch this. For I will restore health to you and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Because they called you an outcast saying, this is Zion, no one seeks her. Psalm 107 verse 17, I'm just gonna read a few more scriptures then we'll get into the message more. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, listen to this, fools, because of their transgressions and because of their iniquities were afflicted. Let's read that again. Fools, because of their transgressions and because of their iniquities were afflicted. You must understand, that's the strategy of the enemy. That's his strategy. He will cause us to walk in iniquities and that will cause us to be inflicted. Their soul abhorred. Their soul abhors, ab, ab, abhorred all manner of food, and they drew near to the gate of death. Then they cried out. Everyone say, cried out. Oh, say it again. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distress. This is Old Testament. And he's saying, listen, even you in the Old Testament, you were in your iniquity. And because of your iniquity, you were afflicted. All kinds of pain and trouble and torment came your way. But guess what? If you were willing to cry out to the Lord, He would save you out of your trouble. He would redeem you. He would take you out of it because He made a covenant with those children of Israel. And it's the same with us. He has made a covenant with us. He's already done it by His stripes. We were healed. So we have the right to walk in authority, power, to walk in healing to walk free whom the son has set free is free indeed that is your portion now watch he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions he sent his word and healed them and this ties into everything I've been teaching you this whole weekend. He sent his word. If you want to be healed, submit to his word. Choose his word. Choose his ways over everything else. And he will heal you. He will touch you. Yes, you are saved. And it's available to you. But then why do we walk as though we are still defeated? Why do we walk in that sin habitually and never ever break free from it? Are you with me, guys? Where if we will just choose his word, he sent his word so that he could heal us completely. And immediately everybody thinks the same way and it's understandable. We always think of healing as though it's just physical, but it's not. Healing is completely also in our soul, we need to be healed in our soul, in our mind, in our hearts. We need to be healed. Psalm 41 verse number four. I said, Lord, be merciful to me. Heal my soul, my mind. I have sinned against you. I want you to see something very powerful in this verse. He says this, he says, Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. The part of the man that gets sick when we sin is the soul. And the soul needs healing. 
Jesus came and paid for that sin, so you have a right to take that healing, it's yours. But the enemy attacks you. And when he attacks you, he tries to persuade you. And as long as you believe him, he's got you. But Jesus came so that your soul could be healed. Now, let me read something to you. Let's go to Luke 17, verse 11. I preached a message on this text not too long ago, so I'll read through it quickly and just share one really important point because I really have something very important to do this evening before we really get into the ministry time. Luke 17, verse 11, a very famous story about 10 lepers. Listen to this. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. This is Jesus. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him 10 men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And so it was that as they went, they were cleansed. You see, when Jesus comes into your life, he will bring cleansing. He will bring healing. That's what he does. 10 lepers, and each and every one of them, the Bible says that when they went, they were cleansed. Now watch this. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks and was a Samaritan. Oh, this is powerful. And so Jesus answered and said, where were there not 10 cleansed? But where are the nine? Where, were there not any found who returned to glorify, to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. You see, the first word there for cleansed means to be healed. But in verse number 19, it says, your faith has made you well, is the Greek word sozo. And the Greek word sozo means multiple things. It means to deliver. It means to rescue. It means to save. Listen to this. It means to make free. You see, many people are just like the 10 lepers. When Jesus comes and does one thing for them, they're so happy. They take that healing or they take that salvation and then they carry on with their lives. But the one who will receive true salvation, the one who will receive true healing and true deliverance is the one that goes back, is the one that goes back to the master, is the one that goes back to seek him, to give thanks to him, to glorify him, to worship him. Listen, comes back and falls down at him and says, thank you for touching my life. Thank you for saving my life. I'm gonna follow you all the days of my life. And then Jesus says to him, that that was done for you in the beginning, now you will receive the fullness of it because now you have chosen to follow me. The others didn't choose to follow. There are so many believers today that walk just like this. I call them benefit Christians. They just want the benefits. When the, the 
the greatest benefit is the very benefit which this guy understood was to go back to the healer, to go back to the deliverer. Remember, the first thing that happened at Calvary was the veil tore. The first miracle was access to his presence. That's the first thing. It's like the greatest thing that we have, that we can do now, is go into his presence. Why? Because it's called the Holy of Holies. In the Holy of Holies was what we call the Shekinah glory of God. The Shekinah glory sat between the two cherubim on the Ark of the Covenant, which represents the manifest presence of God. When you seek after the manifest presence of God and it manifests in your life, there is nothing more pure, more holy, more perfect than that presence. When you desire to go after the Lord and seek His presence to begin to change and transform you, there is no power like that power. There is no power compared to His glory, to His presence, to His manifest Shekinah glory. There is nothing. There is nothing. There is no anointing. There is no power. There is no nothing like the glory of God. When the glory of God manifests, no one has to say a prayer. No one has to do anything. We can be in the room and cancer can leave. We can be in the room and legs will grow. We can be in the room, demons will scream. When the glory comes, everything changes. But out of 10, only, only one went back. Only one went back. If you want to walk in total healing, in total surrender, in total health, the way to do it is to go back to him all the time. Can you say amen? amen. Now watch this. I'm heading somewhere. Amen. Let's go to James 1, verse 14. There's a lot more scripture, but I'm gonna, let's just do this. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when that is full grown, brings forth death. It will affect you, it will damage you, it will harm you. But let's go to Matthew 1 verse 18. Watch this now. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. Now watch. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. Jesus. And watch this. And he will save his people. 
He will save his people from their sins. He will save his people from their sins. Remember the story, the story of the lepers? When the leper went back, the same Greek word for, for the same Greek word here is the, is the same Greek word here, saved. He will save. He will save his people. It's the same word, sozo. In other words, because of what Jesus has done on the cross, you can also be healed from your sin. Yes, he takes away our sin, but we also need healing from it. That's what the enemy wants to convince you of. He wants to convince you that sin will hold you bound. That sin will keep you in bondage and keep you there. And you must hold on to it. And you must hold on to the pain of it. And you must not let it go. And you must let it consume you because it's got a right to you. That's what he wants to convince you of. But I want you to know that Jesus came to heal you from that sin. He came to heal that pain. He came to heal that hurt. He came to heal that oppression. He came to completely remove it. So not only does he want to save you from sickness or heal you from sickness or in your mind, but he wants to heal you completely from that sin. He wants to heal that sin, that thing that, 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 that attacks you, that thing that oppresses you. He wants to completely remove it from you because it has nothing in you. It's already been removed from you. Jesus has already paid for it on the cross. It's not your portion. Come on, somebody. This is a great time to shout. This is really a great time to shout. I'm so glad about 12 of you got it. Amen. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. If you, like the one leper, Go back to the master. He will completely heal you of everything. Physical, mental, in your soul, affliction, sin. What is addiction? Addiction is habitual sin. It's, an, it's something that you're addicted to. You can't let it go. It's, it's consuming you. I want you to know that that can be taken away from you tonight. Not tomorrow morning, tonight. Tonight it can be taken away from you. Then tomorrow morning when you wake up, decide who you wanna be a slave to. That thing that you were delivered from tonight, or if you wanna rather be a slave to Jesus, you decide. You can do it. He's given you everything to be able to do it. I've come to tell you this evening that the Lord wants to heal you from everything, every hurt, every pain, every broken heart, every oppression, everything, every captivity that the enemy has brought at you, every stronghold that is established in your mind. Tonight, the Lord wants to touch you and set you free. If you're sitting here this evening and you know and you can feel that you've been bound, you've been oppressed, the enemy's been attacking you, I want you to know that tonight's the night. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You don't have to wait to go to downtown or to the other side of the nation. God is in this place and He wants to touch you this evening in this place. Let's bow our heads for just a moment. Father, I give you thanks because you are the King of Kings. You are our God. 
Jesus, there is none like you. Tonight in this place, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that the word became flesh, dwelled among us. That word was so alive that everything that God is manifested through him healing and deliverance and love like we have never seen so great a love that he laid down his life for us father you showed us in the life of jesus just exactly who you are that's why when thomas asked show us the father or i think it was philip when he asked show us the father you said have i not been with you have i not been with you because jesus is the word manifest in flesh and i give you thanks father that that same word is dwelling on the inside of us and the holy spirit which is our seal and our promise of redemption and salvation and does your word not say that nothing can separate us from the love of god neither height nor depth nor breadth nothing can separate us nor principality or power father i pray as i know that you are a god who heals delivers saves and restores father i pray tonight that not one person will leave this place with any form of bondage father did you not come to heal us completely to touch us completely to save us completely father in the name of jesus I give you thanks. Come raise your hands for just a moment. Just raise your hands. Just surrender to him right now. Just surrender to him right now. Remember, you must be like the one leper that comes back, that goes before the Lord. In scripture, we see so many examples of those that were desperate for a healing. The one that always stands out is the woman with the issue of blood that was willing to risk her reputation, even being prisoned to go and be touched by the master. And Jesus is walking amongst the crowd and everybody's rubbing against him and, and standing and pushing him and rubbing with him. And they're all around him. The disciples can't control the crowd. And there's a woman that's got an issue of blood and she goes on her knees and creeps in under everybody, stretches out and says, if only I could touch the hem of his garment and she touches and grabs the tassels of his garment and Jesus stops and says who touched me and the disciples say but Lord everybody is touching you you see the point of the story is that when the word of God goes out like this just like the living word was standing there that day you have a choice to either be like everybody else that's touching him but nothing is happening or you can be the one that stretched out and touched him and when you touch him power will come out to bring you deliverance to bring you healing to set you free to change you forever to touch you like you've never been touched in a way where your life will be cleansed and made whole that bondage that things that's been holding you for such a long time tonight's the night I serve it notice in the mighty name of Jesus and take authority over it now under the sound of my voice every person that is surrendering to you father I pray now would be set free would be set free would be set free would be set free right now in Jesus name right now in Jesus name right now in Jesus name now let's just begin to worship just for a moment just surrender just surrender begin to speak to God that situation that thing that that I'm talking about you know what it is that healing whatever it is that you need be like the woman with the issue of blood tonight be desperate for the touch be desperate for a release of his power in this place Lord we need you nothing but your spirit nothing but your power we surrender ourselves to you in this place in the name that is above every other name Lord your word says 
every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess. Yes, even in this place, even in this place, right now, in Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching. For more teaching like this and other material, please visit our website at www.oceansunite.com.